Dear Jazzy. The following program is intended for mature adults over the age of 18. If you are not a patron looking for information on sex, relationships, and gender, please visit scarletteen.org. Nothing said on this show is a replacement for official medical advice. Trust me. Last time I checked, no one here is a doctor. Welcome back to Dear Jazzy, episode 84, the show where we answer all voice kinky questions. I am your host, Jasmine Starshine. I'm your co-host, Fonny ABDL, and with us today we have... Uh, Snazzy. Hi. Yay, Snazzy. Yay. Welcome to the show. It's been a long time coming, but you're finally here. Uh, <laughs> I'm happy to be here. It feels like... I feel like it feels like this was like years in the making because we've been like kind of like casually talking to each other on Twitter for what seems like a, a long time. And like we're finally making this happen. I I, I bullied you at Capcom a little bit about um, why I wasn't <laughs> on your show. Uh, and and I, I think that's a direct uh, result of why I'm here right now. So I'm going to say sometimes bullying works, but only when it's fun. It's true. Uh, speaking of which, uh, there's actually one thing I wanted to. <laughs> 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 Sorry, starting with the doodles. Fonny, do you want to do the alt text? Oh, as soon as I, I take a look at it, I just. Oh, gosh. Um, so it's it's Juicebox's little usual icon person with the glasses and the little newsboy cap. And he is very seriously looking and, and have, has his fingers up against his lips uh, saying, let us discuss Diapers. In quotations. Dot, dot, dot. In quotations. I don't know oh why God, it's giving Larry King, but it definitely is. <laughs> um, but at Cap, um, it, it's funny because it took me like a second, because you said hi to me. You knew who I was just by like the vibes I was giving off. I had mm-hmm. to, in my extremely cross-faded mind, look at your badge and then look at you and go, oh! And well, then- no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, do you first, want to tell the story? First, you had to uh, finish upending the bottle that you were drinking from. Of Malibu. Uh, yeah, of Malibu. That's, uh, that, that's important oh, no. to the story because it was, hi, Jazzy, wait, 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 hmm, oh, there goes the bottle. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> the first sight you see of my corporeal form was an upended Malibu bottle. <laughs> it's a, it's it, I think it set the tone. I'm fine with this. It, I don't. <laughs> it's and I was like so self-conscious about that then. And I still am now because it's just like, yeah, I like to party at conventions, but that's not my whole life. <laughs> But uh, you met me in a state where I was incredibly drunk and incredibly high, and it was really, really funny. And uh, yeah, no, we we really hit it off. And once you once I looked at your badge and I, you know, I put you know four and seven together and made twelve. I was like, oh, you're snazzy. And then I was just like, <laughs> oh, and then I like hugged you. I was I was a mess that night. We were having fun. <laughs> that was that was great. That was a good night. That was a good night. It, it's a uh, it definitely we were talking before the show about that. And it's definitely like one of those uh, one of those like Vegas type things, like very specifically all the like partying that went on that night. And in the back half of the convention, that's definitely like a stays at the convention type thing. But 
uh, all of that side, all of the origin aside, uh, you are finally here with us on Dear Jazzy, and welcome. We are so happy to have you. Yeah, no, thank you very much for the invite. I, I genuinely appreciate it. Yeah, of course. Um, for those of us who are listening in and don't use Twitter or don't know who you are, which I can't imagine is very many people, who are you and what do you do? Uh, I'm Snazzy. I go by Snazathus on Twitter. Uh, I'm a uh, baby for shit poster <laughs> i'm also an <laughs> author i i've i've written a lot of tiny smut uh stories uh i've written some actual stories um i do have a fur affinity account that has all, all that stuff i've gotten pictures of my character commissioned i don't know i'm just a member of the community mm-hmm. if you have seen uh any art of a little teenage jorky red dragon who is very diaper-pilled and wearing big nerdy glasses, that is you. If you have seen a large, imposing caregiver dragon with uh, baby powder breath, that is also you. It's the duality. I contain multitudes. Two of them, really. Two multitudes, to be exact. Um, so Multitude. It's true. Uh, before... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. No, that was good. Uh... Actually, funny enough, I was actually about to give you the talking stick because it's the catch-up segment. Oh, my gosh. Funny, what have you been up to? Uh, being the other woman. Yeah. Yeah. That was our yeah, conversation in DMs yeah. today. Oh, my God. So much happened this weekend where, like, yeah, I had that really awesome partner uh, over the summer. And a lot of really cool things happened. And then, like, a lot of sort of sort of bad stuff happened all at the end where I was like, I don't this anymore and uh here's your your perpetual reminder to let your other partners know that you have other partners oh yeah because i knew what was going on but she didn't and it wasn't good but i got i I got a new stab out of it Woo! i got (laughs) i got a new submissive out of it and we have a date on friday hell yeah sorry i was muted there for a second but i'm back that's about the best yeah. outcome you could uh, get out of that situation. I mean, honestly, yeah. Like, I was really mad at my latest partner for being like, you didn't tell her? Um, and so that was a yeah. whole thing. And then I was like, but hey, also, I know that your neighbor likes me. Is it cool if I hook up with him? And like, the guy that I was breaking up with was like, yeah, that's fine. And I was like, great, cool. Got your blessing. <laughs> I'm going to go fuck him. But also, um, you definitely didn't need his blessing because he is kind of a penis. <laughs> like but also we're still probably going to be playing board games together because we're all work friends oh you're going to be playing board games are you yeah yeah i have a new yeah. boundary good i will not be seeing him that. if he's going to be drinking alcohol or if i'm Ooh, drinking good. alcohol like no alcohol is involved in our interactions or if he's doing um, coke <laughs> or God. if he's doing coke or if he's doing coke <laughs> This this story went uh, a lot harder than I thought it would. Oh, Oh, this has been a continuing saga for the since season four started. We've been getting weekly updates on Fonny's love life. It's incredible. Oh, my gosh. The orgy was so mid. It was so mid. So mid. So mid. Yeah. um, 
I did meet one of my current partners at the orgy, though. Like, I, I wasn't really looking at him before the orgy. And then after that, I was like, you eat pussy really good. Let's hang out. And now he's one of my best friends. <laughs> well fucking put. Well put. I don't know. I don't know. Like, that's the most Sigma shit I've ever heard. New doodle. New doodle. Diaper purple 69. You're on the air. <laughs> Little King Live. It's, oh, no. it's Larry King. It's Larry fucking King. And you got his exact mm. microphone. That's so funny. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. That's great. Welcome to Dear Motherfucking Jazzy. <laughs> Yeah. For anyone who's yeah, just but, tuning uh, in for the very first time, because Snazzy Wazzy is here, I am very sorry. <laughs> this is a very unhinged show. It's funny because we it sure is. We're as a show, we're like so unhinged, but then we have these moments of just like absolute like cerebral brilliance where we talk about the most like intensely personal and like deep things. We got into the minutiae of like artistic expression of hypermessing through the lens of like Dadaism. And like, yes, oh, that was a great, great conversation. And here we are. Oh yeah. Coco back like once a month. Oh, I was actually funny enough when I was making my toast this morning, I was thinking like, shit, we should really have juice back back on. Not even for also, like, yes. Yeah. Like no particular reason. Just like, I just want to have juice back on, but yeah. Anyways, all that Anyways. we're getting off track. Snazzy, what have you been up to this yep. past week? Uh, this week's been Thanksgiving stuff. So uh, I had the pleasure of uh, bringing my boyfriend to my extended family's Thanksgiving for the first time. Oh, um, yeah. And uh, there were minimal uh, shenanigans. So it was uh, they were actually very well behaved. I was. Honestly, extremely anxious because I have a Southern family and I, they've known that, you know, I've had a boyfriend for, um, uh, several years now. And so I was expecting it to be cool, but you know, there's the back of your mind where it's like one of my idiot cousins of many of my cousins is going to say something stupid and completely ruin it. And, uh, thankfully it was really nice. So, um, that's good. Yeah. That's been my week. I love that for you. Are there any... Uh, any standout dishes offered at Thanksgiving? Uh, well, I made collard greens and my Ooh. collard greens slap. If you're not familiar with collard greens, uh, take like the most gross, disgusting vegetable you could imagine and make it delicious. It's a transformation. That is collard greens. Mm. Um, yeah, I've never the, had them. It's a uh, very like Southern American it's, dish. Yeah, it's uh, mm-hmm. collard greens are kind of like... Um, uh, they're kind of like kale. If you you know know about yeah, kale or yeah, adult spinach, okay. it is like uh, kale. so. It's, yeah, so it's a really tough, bitter green. But if you stew it for a really long time in flavorful like chicken broth and you know aromatic vegetables and stuff, it softens up a lot and it gains this really nice complex flavor. It's really good stuff. Highly recommend it. Also, collard greens are dirt cheap. Yeah, um, they are. Uh, yeah, the, the turkey was smoked. I was surprised. Like, it actually turned out really well. So all in all, just a great Thanksgiving. It sounds like they slapped tremendously. Smoked meat in general is just... Yeah, smoked meat. I, mm-hmm. Yeah. I couldn't taste the smoke, but the turkey was uh, not dry, and that's literally all they care about. Seriously. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. And you two have already seen uh, what I put together for... for uh, 
me and Gray, we, you know, we don't really do Thanksgiving. It's not one of our like holidays that we do, but we still use the opportunity to be around family and eat a lot of food. Uh, I put together some filet mignon uh, wrapped in prosciutto and that was, that was yummy. And more than that, it was fun to make. It was, it was, it's fun. I enjoy it. You made my mouth water. Sorry. Just by sharing that picture. (laughs) It's prosciutto. It's going to be good. It's prosciutto. Uh It's better bacon. More expensive bacon for sure. It's more expensive bacon (laughs) for a reason. It's better than bacon. I will die on that cross. Um, but the uh i'm trying to think of like the only other thing i've really been up to is uh unfortunately my doctor kind of fucked up my uh my prescription refills so i've been off of my ssri for a few days now and i'm definitely starting to get the brain zaps and the migraines and all the bad shit but other than that i'm like in a very like tremendously wonderful mood so you know i'm chalking that as a big dub thanks therapy Nice. So, hmm. Yeah, so I'm really happy about that. I've been uh, being nice to myself, spending lots of time on the couch, enjoying the freshly modded GameCube, and not doing my best not to stress myself out, all that good stuff. And that brings us to tonight, right here, where we are. Um, yeah. Indeed. Uh, Fawny, do you want to do yes. the Patreon? I, I sure do. The same same as usual? Uh yeah. Oh, actually, I need to bump Luna from the ten dollar to the twenty dollar tier. <gasps> ooh, 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 ooh. Ooh, moving yeah. on up. Moving on up, indeed. Boop. There we go. Now you may go. Beautiful. Okay. So on the Dear Jazzy Patreon, uh, where you get all sorts of cool things if you sign up, um, like in the one dollar vanilla tier, that gets you a username shout out on. Uh, this very show right here, we've got Casa Danielle, Darlene Lattle, Gosh Cheeks, Manic Pixie Panda, Nabby Red Panda, Raystar, and Red. Uh, if you want access to the photo channel, that's up in the $5 Kingster tier. Uh, in that one, we've got Baby Alexi, Charles, Lindsay, Lux, Meerkat, Ragtime, Retro, Skywalker Ranch, The Starling Family, and Stitchlet. If you also want an extended shout out and uh, access to the video channel, you can be up in the $10 fetish tier, along with Mayachun, Neocrypted, Pandagoran, and Silky. Um... And if you want some co-directorial input on all things Dear Jazzy, like uh, content, um, you can be up in the $15 center tier with Kithy and Koneko, who writes Bawoo. Uh, and then, if you would like your name written on Jazzy's body for planned content, you can be up in the $20 deviant tier, uh, along with all the cool people like Ao, who says the baby's ends can be attained only by the forcible overthrow of all existing social conditions, particularly bedtime. You can be with Briya, who says drink water, pee pants, or Daddy Gray, who says remember to practice safe text and proofread before sending, or Juicebox, or Spade, or Jess, or Cat, who says public service announcement, pee is stored in the balls. No, How do we feel not... about that, Jazzy? No, it's not nah, true. It's not Definitely so. not true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh we also have let's call me joe who says shout out for the show shout out to all the listeners for supporting the show and our awesome co-hosts Aww. uh and then the freshly added luna and lupin and personalias who says back to functioning we've got pope felix sluggy soup and summer who says the cost of a desire is that of a thought and i also want to uh say that we have had a actually a little influx in the uh the server nitro boost lately so now we have more mm-hmm. sticker slots uh fuck yeah i've been Ooh. saving up 
stickers for this server. And now there's finally enough slots for all the stickers. So I'm, Typical little behavior. Oh, yeah. I've been baking <laughs> those stickers, baby. Oh, no. uh, so I'm, I'm very excited. Uh, I'm going to get those up sometime this week. Big excite. Uh, I guess that's more of a of a news piece. So do 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 Oh shit! WDJN, it's the news. Fuck yeah! Big front and center. We just got thirty thousand downloads. Let's go! There's much celebration. Oh oh my! Oh my god! Look at the doodle! Look at the doodle! <laughs> oh geez okay oh my god oh my god oh my god oh Jesus it's Christ. a picture of snazzy oh that's incredible it's so cute uh so alt text it's big snazzy and me and fanny sitting on uh jazzy uh sorry snazzy's tummy and i'm holding up the microphone and we're interviewing the very very large dragon who's wearing a very very comically large cloth diaper with a comically large pin that's incredible (laughs) the pin is bigger than we are oh my god that's fantastic i love it i love it so much it's perfect that is wonderful uh so yes uh 30,000 downloads that is not streams Uh That is not clicks. That is dedicated downloads. People pulling from the RSS feed of this show to their devices and saving it on their devices. That's really fucking cool. Uh, So thank you so much to everyone for helping us cross this milestone. It has been like such a long time coming, especially with like how when we were going through season three, the schedule was so inconsistent with like all of our life stuff going on. So to be able to just like blast into the show and go full gung ho and like, we just hit a huge milestone. And this is great. I'm just so happy. Thank you so much, everyone. It, it, it means like, it means the world to us. And I feel like I'm, if I say anymore, I'm just going to sound redundant. So I'm just going to leave it at just like, thank you so much. Uh, other than that, uh, and I know that we're all really, really proud of you, Jazzy. Oh, because like this is stop. this is your baby. You put so much work into it, and you did such a good job with it, and you continue to just like stop. knock it right out of the park. So. Gosh, yeah, shut up. so much nah, love to you. Heck. This is so cool. Good for you. Oh heck! Oh god! Oh no! Now I'm the center of the uh, of the attention. Oh no! Uh, yep. Heck! <laughs> I literally could not have done it without the help of Fani and all of our amazing co-hosts that add more spice and flavor and excitement to the show. Just and like, orgies. And orgies. Well, you bring the orgies, girl. I guess so. I don't know how much <laughs> that's going to happen in the future. Now I just get to teach a 39-year-old man about BDSM for the first time. That is adorable, and I want updates on that. I think we all want updates oh, on that. Oh, you'll get updates. Oh, fuck Oh, you're you. going to get updates. Let's go. <laughs> All right, so we are in Vice Show. I believe as all the community fun stuff. Um, I feel like I had like a community thing to talk about. I don't think I do. If if I remember it, I'll like, hey, wait a minute, and I'll just like throw it in the middle of the question. But 
we, <laughs> we are an advice show. What we do is we read questions and we give advice on them. And this first one comes from Full Ups Pup Co., who writes, Dear Jazzy and Funny, over the last few months, my sister has been saying a lot of things that make me feel like she may be a little from saying a, from saying a guy she was seeing was, quote, like her daddy to needing someone to, quote, take her passy out and tell her that it's time to be a big girl and quote, how do I tell her that I'm a little without being in her face in case I'm uh, in case I'm just reading into things? Love Co. The confused wolf kitten pronouns she her. Hmm. Those are some pretty big flags. <laughs> those are some so, very yeah. big flags. I'd say those are big flags. Uh, but the one thing that uh, jumps to mind for me is that there's kind of a gap between like DDLG little space and ABDL little space. Mm -hmm. And yes. uh, <laughs> statistically speaking, if yeah. she is into little stuff, it's statistically more likely that she's DDLG rather than ABDL. And those kind of have different um, interactions, you know? So sure. I think it might be safer to approach this under the pretext of if she is a little, she's probably DDLG. Mm -hmm. Which definitely is, um, it's in the same wheelhouse on, on, I don't want to say, I don't even want to say opposite ends of the wheelhouse because the DDLG scene, whether they want to admit it or not, we are part of like a very similar scene because there's a lot of overlap between like the actual like expression of and also the power exchange dynamic piece of it. There's a lot going on there and a lot of people who are in the, you know, very specifically DDLG specific to those letters relationships will refer to themselves with titles such as little and daddy. And that insinuates, you know, into the larger little community as a whole, uh, using the term community, uh, sorry, using the term little interchangeably with CGL, for instance. Um, so I, th I definitely think that there, that there may be some clues being dropped I definitely think that there could be something there in terms of like being in a community, whether it be a, an adjacent community or the community as a whole. I definitely think that there may be something there, but I'm going to talking stick. Mm -hmm. uh, I want to add that, like, if if she is dropping hints like this, if she is being open like this with you, that's really cool that she trusts you that way. Yeah. So, Yeah. Very cool that you've got that relationship with your sister. Um, and if if I was in this position with like a family member that I was close to and I really wanted them to know, I'd probably ask in a very sort of loose sense, like, are you familiar with these communities? Because you're using some of the words that are common to them. And then go from there, probably. Yeah, there might right. even be a chance that she is into this without knowing that it's a thing to be into. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like using the word passy is very much like, oh, that's that's one of our words. It is. I never hear any anyone else use the, the term passy for pacifier. <clears throat> it's usually like binky. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I usually hear that one or dummy or just straight up 
pacifier. I don't hear yeah. a lot of like adults um, throwing around the term passy. Like that's very specific. And that, that was like the first mm-hmm. like flag for me at least. Yep. Yeah. Dips and passies. Yeah. <laughs> I think um, it might be that you, you might have to be a little bit more tactful when it comes to um, explaining how you know about this as a thing you know, and your relationship to the community, because it's like, you know, once you take that step, once the cat gets out of the bag, you know, you're going to have to deal with those ramifications of, of what that means for your relationship. So, you know, think about that. Like, are you comfortable knowing, like letting your sibling know that you're a little, like, is that something that your relationship supports? Mm-hmm. And it's, it's further complicated by the fact that um, this is family that you're talking about, like, um, I'm just thinking about like my, uh, my bio sister, like she and I are very open about a lot of stuff, but I have not, you know, laid out the ins and outs of my sex life, nor her life to mine. And, you know, it's, it's, you know, we don't, it's not that we don't want to know, but we just don't care. And part of us, you know, we don't want to know it's not our business. It's kind of like how my parents know that I'm incredibly kinky. They just don't know how and that sort of thing. Like they know that I do the show. They've been on the show before, like all the things without the absolute specifics. So that might be a way to kind of like approach it from an adjacent angle. Say like, oh, I'm in, you know, the broader kink community. And this is a thing that I see in there. So is this could this be you or I feel like there are, there are definitely different vectors to approach this from specifically the conversation to your sister. Yeah. I think Mm -hmm. definitely getting clarification about what her stance is before revealing what your stance is, uh, I think would definitely help. Um, cause if the goal is to reveal that you're a little, um, to your sister, you can do that whenever, you know, that's like independent of that. Um, I think what you're searching for is sort of a validation and a camaraderie about being littles together. And so you kind of need to find out what uh, your sister's stance is. Can I tell you what exactly just went through my very neurodiverse mind when you said a four syllable word that ends in Asian? I just... Sure, go for it. I, Validation, right no hiding. Oh no. <laughs> Validation. <laughs> Four syllables. I'm so, every time I hear a four-syllable word that ends in Asian, I just hear <laughs> and I just like fill in the blanks. I'm just like, no brain, please stay on track. Yeah, uh and you're very good at singing that song. It's Thank unfair. You. Thank you. <laughs> Technically two different songs, but they're both really great. <laughs> uh, you're right. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Are they two fan. different songs? Yeah. <laughs> one is Last Resort. The other one is Down with the Sickness. Oh, no. <laughs> and as someone who owns multiple pairs of trip pants, I feel uniquely qualified to have that trivia locked away. Um... I I feel pretty solid with the answer on this question. Are we ready to move forward or do we have any closing thoughts for Co? 
Best uh, of luck. Co is sure. great. Co is great. Co sweet. Good luck. We love Co. Yeah, good luck, Co. All right. Uh, who wants to read the next one? Why don't you give it a try, Snaz? Ooh. Okay, cool. So this is from Lexi. It says, Dear Jazzy and Fawny, I'm not included in this question. Uh, I've been going back and forth with myself on whether to tell my therapist I'm trans and little. On the one hand, they feel like integral parts to my personality, ones I want her to know about since nobody else does, nobody else in my life does. On the other hand, I'm also aroused by feminization and cisification and ABDL. In telling her this, I feel like I'm forcing my kinks on my therapist. What do I do? Best wishes, best wishes, Lexi. Pronoun she, her. Oh, uh, pronoun she, her. There you go. I didn't put it in the in the notes. I'm sorry. Um, I don't think I want to lead this question. I want to see where 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 we take it. Fonny, do you want to lead lead the discussion on this one? Sure. Um, let's see. It's all about trust with the therapist, right? Where it's just kind of like if you felt things out with the therapist and you feel like your therapist is listening to you and talking to you the way that you need to be talked to. I don't see why not. Um, like they've, they've heard everything and anything before they've heard about other people's uh, successes and traumas and, and upsets and, and twins and, and been able to, to come back around to you and have a consistent relationship with you. So I think it's okay to tell your therapist. I think it's, it's a good space to be able to confide in someone because you know, they're not going to be going behind your back and being like, can you believe? Yeah. They legally well, at least can. not with, with any, yeah, not with any identifying information or anything like that. Like they might go to their therapist to talk about like an upsetting situation or something, but I'm, pr I'm pretty sure your situation is not going to be that upsetting for them. I think, or even um, upsetting at all. Well, I, I think as well that, um, regarding, you know, um, trans things, um, it may, it may also be useful because you're by talking about that with your therapist, they might be able to refer you to materials or ideas or ways of, you know, coping or dealing with your thoughts that they otherwise wouldn't if they didn't know this about you. Like it's sort mm -hmm. of a core part of your identity that you're kind of keeping hidden that they might not be able to help you in the way that they would otherwise. Yeah. And I, I'm wondering about the question of uh, forcing the kinks on the therapist and where that might come from. Where does that fear come from? I think there's sort of an idea of any exposure to anything kink related or adjacent um, in any sort of public or semi-public forum constitutes um, uh, non-consensual exposure. Mm -hmm. And I think this is uh, kind of, I, I think this particular case is sort of saying where, you know, this might be like overthinking that situation. Like this is a person that you're going to with your most, you know, innermost problems and trying to discuss and, and get, you know, seek help and guidance. And uh, if you feel like your therapist is equipped to handle those topics, then I don't feel like that's exposing them unless you're being extremely profane around them. Right. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, your therapist is the person whom you, you literally pay 
to be able to tell them quite literally anything. And it's interesting because there, there are two halves of this question, right? On, on one half, we're talking about identities. And on the back half, we're talking about uh, your different kinks and such. And you should be able to talk about both of them. In the, in the front half, you know, you're talking about your identities as being both trans and little. And you should be able to speak openly and honestly about uh, your identities. Because, you know, those are very integral uh, actually in your own words, integral to who you are as a person and really stifling that only does harm, uh, especially to like, you know, like we were saying the the person whom you pay to be completely a hundred percent honest with. And, um, <clears throat> when it comes to, you know, the fear of forcing your kinks on someone, I think a lot of us have a lot of kind of almost anxiety because, um, man, I'll tell you what, my mental health has been fucking great since getting off of Twitter, <laughs> but I, there's definitely like an undercurrent of like absolute total purity in the BDSM scene, largely perpetuated by the generation of people who are just aging into kink and haven't learned like the ideas of like critical thinking and nuance and all those things yet, or learned about how so many people in the queer community fought and died for the right to express ourselves however we want. And there's definitely this undercurrent of like, if you so much as walk outside of your house with like an incontinence brief on because you have a medical issue you are going straight to kink jail and you are canceled and fuck you and you're a pedophile and you're a predator and like all these things. And it's like, Oh, and don't even think about wearing a cute one. Oh, how dare you? Yeah. How dare you? And it's just <laughs> I like, think, I think that, that, that could be like its own, like multi hour long rant topic. Uh, yeah. I'm equipped to talk about it, but um, in this particular case, I think it's like you're, you're with a professional. You're with a licensed professional. Um, if the concern is there is legitimate concern about like some therapists are better than others at dealing with um, sexuality, uh, gender things. There are therapists who are like not great about talking about trans issues. That's a legitimate concern to have. Um, but you can typically look up ratings for your therapist um, uh, online to, um, you know, see what other people say about them um, in, in regards to those sort of things. And it's possible that, you know, your therapist may not be well-equipped to even discuss the issues of being trans or wouldn't feel like that they were uh, an expert on it um, and could refer you to an expert or a therapist who specializes in this sort of thing. So I think there's a lot of benefits to talking with this person about this stuff. Absolutely. And even if your therapist is not, even if they don't feel equipped to talk about trans issues, they've no doubt heard of trans people. It's much more likely that they've never heard of the little community and ABDL, which um, in all of my therapeutic relationships, I've had to explain and teach before we're able to talk back and like really start digging into things. And that has been a little bit frustrating 
And so switching to a therapist who is kink aware has been really, really great. So being able to speak openly and take my, um, my telehealth appointments in my nursery has been fantastic. Kink aware therapists are very few and far between. So, but if you can find one, they are worth the search. Mm hmm. Yeah, I think the getting aroused by feminization, cisification, ABDL, that's sort of, I would sort of discount that, you know, I don't think that needs to be a part of the thought process, you know, when you're talking to your therapist. Although I, I will say that sometimes if it's something that's very novel and new to you, sometimes it is a little uncomfortable to talk about these things with someone when it's not like, a, you know, like you and I talking about kink and diapers and stuff like that. Cause like to us, it's old hat. We can talk about it like <laughs> yeah. together. I guess, I guess that's so fair. Knew that it's like, Oh, I, I have this interest and then it gets a little bit exciting and you're like, hang on, wait a minute. Why am I getting excited by this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you're the kind of person who has difficulty saying the D word out loud, I can definitely see that as being, you know, a little overwhelming for sure. Yeah, definitely. And there's definitely merit to like if something is like eating your <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I did specialty art. <laughs> we have the schmarmiest looks on our faces. This is fantastic. So this 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 new picture from Juice is Jazzy doing the oh hand, you know, like the 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 hand flipped over. Um, limp wrist in it just a little bit. Oh, I'm definitely and, limp wrist in it. Yeah. And I've got the, the hands tucked under my chin, just like talking about drama, sort of thing <laughs> going on. And we're sitting side by side with a little snazzy, um, just like very nervously, tinily <laughs> between us. Listening to us <laughs> talk about all sorts of nefarious things. And you're just so much like, I'm just here to talk about diapers. I, so I just really like diapers, guys. I just guys, really like them. I just really like diapers. Guys, please. <laughs> oh, my God. This is so good. It's incredible. This is going on the Sochmeads. And oh, my God. Oh, yeah. This is, this is going to my parents. They're going to think this is hilarious. <laughs> Ju- Juicebox, you are a treasure. Juice is an international treasure and boy icon. Yeah, I I mentioned something that happened in our D&D session to Juice. Like, I just gave him, like, five words. What was it? Giant octopus in a cozy coop? Yeah. (laughs) And he told him those words. Nailed it. (laughs) He said, what? I said, you heard me. And then he got back to me with artwork of a giant octopus in a cozy coop. Sure did. Which I will drop in the chat. Yes, please. Yes, please. And no alt text required. It's literally an octopus stuffed into a cozy coop little like, you know, those little like Flintstone toy car things that a lot of tykes. Oh, oh, the little tyke cars. Yeah. Yeah. The little uh, red and yellow little like, well, yes, that one, that one right there. Ooh, just beat you to it there. Oh, my God. Okay. Damn, fast on the draw (laughs) with it. Real fast, fast on the draw. I like how it's got yep. one arm up, like shaking a fist. I yeah. like that. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Traffic's real bad that day. Yeah, yeah, we got fucked in combat that day. That D and D session that was real bad. <laughs> Anywho, uh, 
playground rage says Brian. <laughs> uh, I feel really confident in our answers here. Um, if there is stuff eating yeah. you up inside, by all means, tell your therapist. Your therapist should, by definition, be one of the safest people you can possibly talk to. This episode, Dear Jazzy, is brought to you by Padding Power, the ABDL-themed trading card game from Zakiru. If you're looking to collect and play a great new card game while supporting creators in our community, please visit PaddingPowerTCG.com. You can also join the community Discord where you can connect with fellow players and get a game or two in. Plus, me and Fani both have signature cards. Again, PaddingPowerTCG.com. Beautiful. Okay, this one reads, Dear Jazz and Fawn, do you have a favorite kink representation in cinema or maybe a least favorite? Uh, I can think of Blue Velvet, Antichrist, and of course the famously bad Fifty Shades films, but nothing comes to mind that portrays the kink community as consenting normal folk. Would love to hear your thoughts and or media suggestions. Little smiley emoticon. Um, from Silky. Pronouns they, them. Pronouns they, them. Thank I, you. I see that you're not currently in the server right now, uh, but I hope that you are doing very well, and I hope to hear from you very soon. Stay safe out there, friends. I'm still using your art as my icon. Wait, hold on. I think I searched for the wrong username for this human. No? Wait, no. Okay. Well, we love you very much. Uh, if I missed you in the server, I am a jackass. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, let's just dive right into it. Who wants to go first? I'm still thinking. Uh, I think uh, what came to mind first was uh, Bob's Burgers. Yes. Um, they've had multiple um, episodes featuring um, uh, people in the kink community. Although the ABDL representation in Bob's Burgers is a little sus. <laughs> the uh, yeah. the one character uh, uh, Jimmy Pesto, the yeah. voice actor for him, is like <laughs> literally at the <laughs> the the January sixth <laughs> insurrection attempt. What Jimmy <laughs> Pesto's a Nazi? <laughs> Jimmy Pesto's a fucking Trumper. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, so in character uh, for him. Oh my it's, god, so accurate. Oh my god! Yeah, uh, there's a there's a there was a funny thing from uh, Comedy Bang Bang because the 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 voice actor was on Mr. Show and uh, Comedy Bang Bang um, had like uh, they were doing like their year end wrap up and they were like, all right, everyone, raise your hand if you were not at the January sixth in insurrection. Oh, hmm. that's all of us in the room. Oh, oh man! Oh no! <laughs> Uh, the, the, the chat is saying that they retired Jimmy Pesto as a character. So canonically, Jimmy Pesto is fucking dead. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, there goes your ABDL representation in the show. <laughs> but otherwise, other kink things and other um, gender and sexuality things are generally pretty good in Bob's Burgers. Yeah, their early representations of trans people was a little rocky, but they redeemed themselves in later seasons. And it's a pretty, like, darn good good show like they're usually on the money with things mm -hmm. um i i'm really racking my brain but right now the only thing that comes to mind is slime hexus fern gully and yes that that is a <laughs> joke <laughs> um i'm just i'm just gonna be a little controversial um mm -hmm. i i mm. 
it's one that I'm kind of like, is this good? Is this bad? I don't know. My, maybe it's in between, but it's this uh, Spin the wheel of drama and find Cotton. out! Uh, yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's these two, like, late high schoolers just playing around. Not having sex or anything, just playing around with rope and bondage. And other what show of, is like, this? Or, yeah, or what, movie? what piece uh, of media is this? Oh, it's a manga. Uh, and I suppose it's also an anime now called Nana to Kaoru or Nana and Kaoru. I think I've heard of this and Kaoru. All I'm getting is Kaoru from Evangelion. Oh, I spelled it wrong. That's why. Oh, yeah. Here, Although, I'll, I'll share the Wikipedia page. I do love seeing my boyfu. Kaoru Nagisa. Oh, I've definitely seen this. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen this before. So it's, yeah. It's like porn adjacent. It's you get definitely to see porn a adjacent. lot of side boob. Yeah. But you you're also aware of it. And it doesn't sound like you're yeah. like, mm, yes. So it, it doesn't sound sus coming from you. Oh, oh, thank you. Yeah. yeah no, <laughs> I don't want to fuck children. Yeah, no, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> I, was, I was going to say bars on the fucking floor. <laughs> Good job. You passed the vibe check. <laughs> They're yeah. 3000 years it, old. They're, you know, yeah. it, doesn't, it doesn't matter. Oh, man. <laughs> it's normal, um, to, have, it's normal to have double H boobs when you're like four foot nine. <laughs> totally natural. Uh, the one thing yeah, I, I think um, of. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was just going to say, um, I find it more sweet than anything else. It's very much about their um, exploration of each other's uh, feelings um, and like the the intimacy of like having this very, very close friend that you can go play with rather than like the, the big sex aspect, the big sexy of uh, bondage and BDSM in general. That sounds like a really wholesome coming of age story. That sounds really relatable. It doesn't sound mm -hmm. sus at all. It's like so relatable that's like really wholesome yeah and then i really like the black label arc of it where um they go meet a a rope artist mm -hmm. yeah it's i like that one i uh on the same vibe as manga because i'm having a really hard time because it is so difficult to find pool toy representation I can't even mm. begin to tell you. That's that's oh, real man. difficult stuff. The only piece of media with pool toy fetishism that I can think of is the goddamn My Strange Addiction episode. And I don't want to talk about oh, that. Gosh. Don't want to talk about no that. No one likes. No one no. likes My Strange Addiction for any reason. No one likes that show. But uh, what I did think about in regards to manga <clears throat> was... Uh, in the original Japanese manga for Yu-Gi-Oh, uh, Dark Magician, and specifically Dark Magician of Chaos, uh, is crazy strapped up in leather and chains and, like, belts and cuffs. And I'm just like, you're just straight up in, like, a fucking cross brace. And you're killing it, ma'am. I love I, you. I, I mean, don't even look at Dark Magician. Look at the, like... Uh, the four kids version of Yu-Gi-Oh and look at what Yugi is wearing. He's wearing like a collar and it's like yes. decked out with like, he's wearing a leather <laughs> collar. Yeah. He's, he's in his school outfit with like <laughs> fucking just like own me daddy. Like, yeah. Well, this is the original card for dark magician of chaos. 
Uh, I'm going to post it in no mic and also the the channel. No, that's fucking question submissions. I'm a dunkus. Let's see. No mic. All right. Try again. Boop. There we go. And this one. Boom. Yo. So, yeah. Uh, discuss. <laughs> Dark Magician of Chaos is all strapped up. And this is one of Yuki's signature cards. This fucking Yuki and Yami are mad into some shit. And I love that for them. Uh, Red says that Elfin lead had a diaper girl in it. No, so me. Uh, yes. Really? Yes, it did. Yeah, but it, Elfin leads like a. Isn't like a trauma th- or it, it's like a it, it, bad shit is happening kind of thing, if I recall correctly. No, yeah, up and late is more horror sort of thriller than anything else. And Nozomi is <clears throat> revealed to wear diapers because she was like traumatized. That's relatable. Yeah. So as someone who has never interacted with um, with Elf and Lead, I've only heard the name. Is it worth reading? I think if you ask that 10 years ago when there was not that much uh, like fetish representation or media available to us, that probably would have been a yes. I don't know if that still stands these days. I see. I see. Yeah. Sorry. I I totally got like lost in the sauce on my anime list of reading about this because I've like I I never knew. (laughs) I feel like I, I should know this. These things. Um. I'm trying to find stuff on like movies that feature like fetishes or kink. And it's, it really is shocking how minimal it is featured or. Wasn't there a TV show that had a rears little monster in it? Like just within the past few years. Yeah, it was a uh, sitcom. Um, I don't think it was two broke girls. I think it was um... just call me cat. Yeah. Yeah, I found the daily diaper thread. There we go. Uh there yeah, there it is. There Unless it is. like with the worst other series on Netflix. Job. Yeah. The absolute worst goddamn tape job I've ever seen in my fucking life. At least it's on the right way. Like Yeah, at least uh, it's not backwards. <laughs> well uh-huh. you, you you laugh, but uh I've been I've been shared uh, pictures from first time diaper wearing friends who are like, look, I got padded. It's like, oh, you sure did. Where are kid. the tapes? Where- <laughs> you sure did. <laughs> How'd you get this on? Good job, kiddo. You you sure did the thing. You, you really did it. <laughs> Just like every possible way it could go on, except the correct way. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so the And then there was oh, what was that one? Uh I think it was a commercial series which had uh, a whole bunch of um like boutique brand adult diapers in it. No way. I'm gonna have to Are look about serious? Because hmm. well yeah, it was like an entirely like decked out nursery where the guy was uh kind of commenting on uh being stuck in your childhood or something like that. I'll I'll find it. Oh, that was a tax commercial, wasn't it? Or, or it was uh, just like, or like a credit commercial. or It was like some sort of like financial commercial of some sort. Everyone is typing. <laughs> Everyone is typing. Uh-huh. There's an episode of a ghost hunter show that did an episode in a full on ABDL nursery, says Big Red. 
interesting, but they never acknowledge it. That's funny. Um, I'll allow you to film in my full nursery on the stipulation that you do not comment on any of this. You just have to leave it all to the imagination. <laughs> You're not allowed to make any comment whatsoever. Yeah, I'm having a really hard time thinking about like, because there aren't a whole lot of kinks represented for like my I mean, various. I mean, there's everyone has their own take on like representing BDSM. So that's kind of low hanging fruit. But specifically like pool toys and ABDL, it's pretty hard. I mean, you can barely find gay characters in mainstream movies like you know, it's uh, as far as like mainstream cinema goes, um, movies specifically, which is the question I think is uh, we've answered it with more media around it, but like or media in general, but around cinema specifically, like if it's not James Bond, you know, with a woman, like you barely see anything other than that in general. Right. I found it. I found the commercial. It was for a marketing company. Um, ah. And the video is titled Biggest Mistake When Creating Advertising by uh, Burn the Boats Productions. Interesting. That sounds like a uh, like a verb the noun oh, type metalcore oh, band juice. name. Oh, juice art, juice art. Oh, my fucking God. <gasps> juice art. Oh, oh, you're on your little horde. Oh, oh is that your dragon oh. horde? Oh. oh, my gosh. Oh, my That's, gosh. Uh, so, so it is a picture of... Uh, uh, feral dragon snazzy um uh resting atop a pile of diapers which is canonically what dragon snazzy hoards uh dragons are allowed to hoard things other than just gold it's true that is so oh precious that's incredible that's i wow. so good juice is too good for this world too powerful too powerful. Get get some power away from this guy. <laughs> no more. <laughs> Have I ever told you that your persona really gives Alex Straza vibes from Warcraft? Hey, that's because that's what my persona is based on. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. No, so um, uh, TFF twenty ooh twenty eighteen, I think. Um, I at the time was in the furry community as a rabbit, but I had zero art done of my character and just, I thought that I was a classical furry into, Oh, I'm into anthropomorphic art and representation. And I just don't have a fursona because you you're allowed to do that. You're allowed to be a furry fan. And, um, then we went to TFF and I saw a vendor with like these little tchotchkes and keychains and, and pins and stuff. And it, one of them was Alex Straza. And I was like, that's cool. I'm going to pay $10 and get that. And just over the course of the entire weekend, I kept looking at it and going, that's so cool. Man, Alex Straza looks so cool. Oh my God. Alex Straza. So cool. And then when I got home, I'm like, Oh my God, this is what it feels like to have a fursona. Holy yep. shit. Yep. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that is exactly what it feel like, feels like to have a fursona. Just like, this is my child, but it's also me. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. I did it. <laughs> yeah. There's a very specific reason why on my big fancy see-through computer case, I have an image like a PNG of Jazzy. And I'm, it definitely mm -hmm. feels weird and narcissistic, but it's also just like, ah, yes, that is very me. It's it's narcissistic, but also it doesn't uh, generate itself into the world unless you take the effort to actually do it. Exactly. So 
it's like after a certain point, it's narcissism, but it's not narcissism if it would not happen if I didn't do it. Exactly. Like you have to manifest it. And it's definitely not narcissism, but that's just like my like weird social like anxiety talking just like, oh, don't gas yourself up at all. Like it's that like toxic modesty type thing. But then I look over at at Jazzy on my screen. I'm just like, that's my baby. (laughs) (laughs) That's so cool that you're uh, that your character has been tight. I interrupted you. I'm so sorry. Oh, no, it, it's just been it's been fantastic uh, finding a character that sort of like defines me and that I can do a lot of stuff with. Dragons are also very popular in media. So there's a lot of, um, you know, kind of acknowledged situations you can put them in that people already recognize. It's like, oh, I know what, what he's talking about. Indeed. Uh, that was me with Wolf Link, which is how uh, mm. Jazzy as a character was originally conceived and developed back in 2009 i want to say and her design has changed very little like there have been some like uh edits over the years to like make her look more modern but was absolutely like based on wolf link i like it that's cool yeah oh oh my god there's an edit there's an edit even better even better precious so i think like i typically when i've done um like feral dragon snazzy i usually haven't put him in a diaper but i also haven't gotten like feral dragon snazzy art since i've been sort of embracing teen snazzy um Mm -hmm. so that that might be uh no longer the case so i'm about this teen snazzy is fantastic for any sort of like art or situation that you put the character in because like the whole idea of just like the high school kind of like awkward trying to like navigate a world that is like different and also like is changing like how relatable and like growing up with like a kink and everything i like the juxtaposition I like the juxtaposition between um, uh, growing up and maturing and becoming more adult-like while still having like very infantile elements um, and not really seeing those going away. There's not like, I don't like the idea of um, like, oh, uh, what about teen snazzy potty training? Because it's like, no, 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 that's not like, that's not the I don't want that. Yeah, I don't want that, like, anxiety of growing up. I want that, like, this is my ideal, I wish I was this at this age kind of thing. Right. But here's the question. So, Snazzy, instead of saying adult baby diaper lover, would it be adult whelp diaper lover? Uh, That's the question. Then you're going to have to have different acronyms for every single species that has, like, adult puppy diaper lover like adult kit diaper lover yeah that's gonna that's gonna be too difficult sorry no, i can't yeah. do it the the logistics you, you gotta logistics it's all about logistics i i guess you could do like axdl maybe like i said we get into the minutiae of things <laughs> we Isn't dig that, deep uh, on this show that's one of those um, reptiles from Mexico, right? That are like uh, the permanently in like the little uh, frog form. Oh, an axolotl? axolotl? Yeah, axolotl. Yeah. 
Yeah, AXDL. Oh my god. Yosh. All right, we we really need to move on. <laughs> we, we need to keep this going. Yeah. Yeah, we need. To keep and this I found going. the chapters of the Nana Takaru that I was looking for. Perfect. They're a lot spicier than I remember. Oh, <laughs> but it's still really sweet. Mm-hmm. Well, they have yeah, to sell so, the volume yeah. somehow. This episode of Dear Jazzy is brought to you by AB Universe, the world's leading provider of ABDL and Incon products. If you want to support the show while restocking your petting stash, check out at oddswithgod.com slash sponsors or the sponsors channel in our Discord for 10% off your order of 50 or more. Yeah. All right. This question comes from Daisy, Princess Extraordinaire. Dear Snazzy Fawny and Snazzy Jazzy and Snazzy Snazzy. Do you have any suggestions <laughs> for when uh, your partner accepts your ABDL side but isn't into interacting with it? From Princess Daisy, pronouns she, her. That's a hard one. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Accepts yeah, has... That one doesn't feel good. Uh, yeah, it, the, the word accepts has a uh, a lot of that's doing a lot of the load bearing here because mm-hmm. um, accepting in what way like there's some clarification that sort of needs to happen because if they're not interacting with it like it's just tolerating yeah yeah like which I don't I don't see that as a great sin I think that's, you know, not everyone's into everything. It, I think it's fine for someone to go, I like you, we're in a relationship, I want to continue this relationship, but I can't really interact with you on this level. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Pretty much all my relationships, up until the most current one, kind of started off in this way where they tolerated it. And then some of those relationships bloomed into, okay, I accept this and I can interact, but some of them didn't. Uh, in my relationship with daddy gray, he already knew. So, you know, big cheat code there, just like it was already like pre-established and everything. Um, but it hurts, you know, because like, <laughs> Oh yeah, you can be this, and and I won't dump you, but I'm not going to like interface with this very integral part of you. And that's like a really, really hard thing to make peace with. And also like find that compromise to where, you know, this is a thing that just that only I do. And, you know, I do away from you. Like, like I, like I'm just trying to think like I play a lot of RuneScape gray does not play runescape it kind of sucks but you know at the end of the day we each have our own things like he's really into like grinding his balls off every night reading jstor i'm not into Mm. i like reading jstor i don't like only reading jstor (laughs) but um and for the non-academics out there that jstor is like an archive of scholarly articles and other things it is Thank you for the clarifying. So to ask Tim's like, ooh, what, what? <laughs> yeah, uh, imagine archive.org, but it is all academic articles. Mm-hmm. Ooh, it is, that is a grind. It is drier than Ben Shapiro's wife. But uh, for those who are excited by the words peer reviewed. Ooh, 
Woof. <laughs> Woof. <laughs> Significant sample size. Oh! Oh, my God. <laughs> are you telling me that there are four sig figs? Oh, my God. Within how many standard oh deviations? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but, but anyways what's the median what's the mode <laughs> um, um correlated correlation and causation <laughs> uh moving off of academia um suggestions you know, for when your partner accepts your abdl side but isn't interact into interacting with it um, yeah i it also depends on how much you're into your abdl side because like you know I'm asexual with a diaper fetish. If it doesn't involve diapers, it's not happening. There's not really, I mean, it's like, that's the tall and short of it. Right. But mm -hmm. you know, it depends on uh, this person, um, uh, Daisy, like how, how, how mean, like it's clearly meaningful, but how meaningful, like how are you able to engage with your partner in what ways, you know? Um, that's tough. Like there's a, there's a lot of variables here. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. And it really also depends on like, uh, is this a, is this a big social thing for you? Do you want to be able to interact with other people in real life? Um, with your ABDL side, is your partner okay with you going to little's events, lunches, mm. picnics, dungeons, um, get togethers with other littles at someone else's house, having other littles over. Like, is your partner? That's okay kind of where I that, got caught up with that. Yeah. 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 That's an excellent point because some partners are, uh, some people are like really not okay with that kind of stuff. Um, especially if it involves like anything approaching sexual. So that's, mm -hmm. yeah, that that's definitely, you got to get a temperature read on that before that you have a good answer. Mm -hmm. And the other thing is like, you know, if your partner is okay with you going to events or such, and you also feel like you have, you know, an emotional need that is not necessarily being met, is your partner okay with you seeking out opportunities to fill those needs outside of your relationship? And are yeah. they willing to have that conversation? And are you willing to make those compromises? It, there's a lot of moving parts here. I think, mm -hmm. um, unfortunately, a lot of the weight of it is on the partner and how much the partner is willing to accept and um, work with. Because um, that's going to be your limiting factor, right? Like that's going to basically determine your range of motion here. Mm-hmm. I think a big thing, uh, as we know with pretty much everything, minds open the more they're educated. So maybe it would be useful to offer up like yourself as like, if you have any questions, I can be your resource or I can direct you to resources. Not like straight, like linking them to it, uh, just like cold calling, but just like saying like, if you have any questions or if you're confused on anything, I'm willing to help you find those answers. It might also maybe potentially help if you've got um, like local littles or age players, you know, in the area that you can, you know, 
if there's like a munch or something, if you could bring your partner um, to it to introduce them to the community and introduce them to some of the ideas potentially, like it could be that, you know, if you have no preconception of what this means to even interact, you're going to kind of go, oh, I'm not interested in doing this because I don't even know what this would entail. But maybe like maybe acclimating to it a little bit like might help. Yeah, that's so true. And learning that, like, yeah, there are, there are normal people. There are many normal people who um, are just nerds about a particular thing, and it's totally harm harmless. It, Makes it easier to kind of like wrap your your own head around getting into this when you're like, oh no, it's this is a thing that a lot of people do. Okay, now I don't feel so shy about it. Yeah, it. Yeah. It, it definitely also involves a lot of patience and talking with your partner. Uh, the patience thing is like some people are quick to change. Some people are, it takes them a, a long time. You got to just, you know, wear down that rock. So. Uh, <laughs> but it, it takes a lot of tact to do that without being like, I don't know. Um, overbearing. Yeah. Yeah. Because the more you push, the more you could push them away, right? So Definitely. Uh, Juicebox said said something that uh, I wanted to to kind of touch on and think about uh, for a minute that uh, like kind of reinforces how difficult this is, where uh, he said, my last partner would guilt me when I couldn't get aroused conventionally with her, but I would go to supposedly kinky events at a dungeon each month. And it sucked. Been there, done that, got the trauma. Yeah. Where your partner is like looking at you being like, am I not enough? And it's like, no, you are. You are exactly what I'm looking for. It's just me. <laughs> Literally. And like having to having to feel the question of just like, why do you think we're able to have sex and you not have your passy this time? Kind of sucks. It yeah, big sucks, especially when you have <clears throat> when one of your uh, primary expressions of kink is objectophilia and part of your sex life is uh, is humping on pool toys, inanimate objects, and your partner gets really fragile about it and saying, like, why is a puffy paws better than me? and you don't have a clear cut answer for that, it, it gets really awkward and really painful really fast. Mm -hmm. yeah. And that's yeah. one of the reasons why I stopped seeing my latest partner, right? Like, well, yeah, he when, would kind of be upset and be like, well, why can't you get off? And I'd be like, I wish I could answer that for you. I am just as frustrated as, as you are. Yeah. When I was uh, sort of figuring out that I was asexual, it, took, you know, I had a lot of negative, unfortunately, experiences where that it was like, damn, this didn't turn out how I thought it would. Um, this was really awkward. I couldn't, you know, do this stuff like this really sucks. And so it can it can definitely be feel like in my case, emasculating. But, you know, I don't know what the in infeminate. I, I don't what would be like the gender neutral term for emasculating. I, well, that's a good question. Uh disempowering i don't know sure um kind of like infantilizing not maybe cash money no not, not the good money. it's not, not cash, cash money, money. It's <laughs> I, I will 100 percent hundo absolutely true um so i mean clutch. 
I guess you you also got to basically when you're approaching your partner, you have to kind of figure out your deal. You got to know where you're coming from as well, because that's your that's going to be your partner's frame of reference. You need to sort of do some soul searching and go, what exactly does this mean to me? How do I interact with this? How do I want to interact with this? And how do I want you to interact with me? Yeah, what does intimacy look like between us? That's one of my favorite academic sayings. What does X look like? <laughs> oh, yeah. That's I mean, deep to that. Yeah, honestly. God, I, I love framing things that way. And I love finding other people who are willing to frame things that way. Where they're not like looking at um, sort of the, the conventional, especially with someone like me, where I'm kind of like, I have trouble doing things the conventional way. I'm not going to get off by having sex. I'm sorry. You can you can eat me out for three hours. Still not going to get there. We could put on um, fucking uh, Outlander with uh, Jamie Frazier and I could watch that and I would still not be able to get there. Um, it's a very specific like, piece of lore and I appreciate that. That's a I was I was ooh, 14 when I read the first book and that was oh, way wow. too early to be reading those books. Yeah. <laughs> So now you know that I'm an Outlander fan. Um, Love that for you. Love <laughs> that been, for you. They've been doing pretty good with the show. Wish there was more sex. But anyways. Um, yeah, like the just the question of like, what does inti- intimacy look like for us? Does this need to be an intimate thing? Or do I just want this for the the fun of it? The stress relief, the the comfort of it. Also, like you're like, this is an ABDL thing. Do you want your partner to be a caretaker for you? That's yeah. the real question. Right? Oh, that's that's question. also, yeah. that can be a, um, you got to be real careful with that because not everyone's cut off for caretaking. Not everyone wants to be a caretaker. It is, it can be a job essentially. You know, I mean, it's a, it, it takes effort and stuff and it's a loving thing, but it is effort. So you got to think like, my partner, do I want them to accept my ABDL side or do I want them to be like my mommy, my daddy, my caretaker accepting my ABDL side? Like that's, you know, there's a, there's a lot of questions here. You got to do some soul searching before you have a good answer. Mm-hmm. And maybe this person, if it doesn't seem like they are willing, maybe they're a better friend than a partner. Yeah, it's, that's the unfortunate truth. It's a, uh, you know, it, it sounds petty to break up with someone over kink, but like, that's a core part of your identity. Mm-hmm. And Joe is um, also saying this in chat on the side, like I saw his comment and I was like, yeah, that is very true. Like, maybe sometimes things just don't work out with someone romantically like you wanted. And maybe they are better as, as a confidant and a friend than they are as your partner. The best of the luck, I get, for the more, sure. Yeah, the more the, the easier it is for me to realize that things aren't working out with someone and still remain friends with them and be very civil with them, but just kind of like split emotionally. I'm sorry that I was so quiet. Uh, Gray came home from teaching his class and he asked, where the fuck is all the chicken? And I had to break the news tone that I ate all of it in the in the fridge. You ate the chicken? I ate the chicken in the fridge. Oh, no. And I feel, oh, no. And I feel really bad about it. <laughs> and Juice has 
swooped in what? with a timely picture. It is oh a tiny Jazzy yelling on the <laughs> Titanic as it's going down, and the, the ship is named SS Jazzy Staying on Topic. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if I exclusively stayed on topic, the show would be 15-minute episodes. That's true. <laughs> like, the most efficient talk show, like, questions answered. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine a talk show that efficient? Like, how's the tour going? Good. Are you releasing a new album? No. Did you enjoy doing the new music video? Yes. Anything to look for on the horizon? Stay tuned to social media. Thanks for joining us. Next guest. And just like, <laughs> the most efficient <laughs> talk show ever. Oh, my God. Okay. Uh, do we want to do the next one? Sure. Absolutely. Okay. It's up to, to Snaz again. Uh, this one is from uh, Kat. It says, Dear Jazzcast, what's the deal with piss? Is it just a fad or do you think it has serious staying power? From Kat. Uh, it definitely has stain power. Oh! <laughs> Zing! Next question. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Jesus Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, I fucking love this show. (laughs) For for as long as uh, humankind has been uh, pissing from the same place that they've been having sex with, uh, uh, piss has been all about... As long as we're humans and resemble humans and work biologically the same way as humans, piss is going to be around. It's here to stay. Yeah, I think yeah. it's an all-timer. Do you think it's fair to say that piss is the piss? <laughs> Desi, you're just taking the piss with me on this. <laughs> hey, no need to get pissed about it. <laughs> oh, my God. Just steal something from Juice. Oh you're God. in trouble. You're making me very pissy right now. <laughs> <laughs> God. Okay. Got me okay. Peeved. <laughs> oh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Red says that this is a pissing contest. <laughs> this is the number one podcast about piss. <laughs> number one piss cast. Fuck you, Joe Rogan. We're number one. <laughs> oh That's- my god. <laughs> Wow, did not see it going that way, but I appreciate you for that. Um, <laughs> I will always say fuck Joe Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay, oh, last question. That name today. Last question is from Lambcakes. Uh, Lambcakes writes, Dear Jazzy and Fonny, how do you establish, enforce, and keep your boundaries in place? How do you handle it when someone you care about constantly breaches your boundaries? Have you ever had to end friendships over someone not respecting your boundaries and limits? Thanks a bunch. Lambcakes. Pronouns. Pronouns are try me. Okay, so here's the here's what you do. All right, right, right. You just uh, communicate. That is the biggest one when it comes to establishing and enforcing boundaries. And uh, yes, I have had multiple people consistently breaching my boundaries. Have I had to end friendships yep. with people not respecting them? So many, literally, so many. Yep. And. What ha- what what happens is 
it was really weird is like being the admin of a discord server and having a show it means that i always have to have some lines of communication open so the so the people the fans can like communicate with me for the show for professional reasons and people will try to like slip into those and it's just like i have already blocked you do not block evade me that is really like weird and slimy and gross and i don't want to say manipulative but it's just like so many bad adjectives like it's bad vibes yo uh enforcing uh establishing and enforcing you communicate uh when it comes to enforcing when someone is consistently breaching your boundaries uh i just straight tell people i'm going to block them and that usually resolves it and then if they don't you know adhere to the warning shot that i give them i block them but if it's in real life or if it's your partner that's when it gets a bit more tricky yep that's when it gets real tricky Uh, yeah and it gets closer to some real deep and disgusting topics and stuff you can go real far down the rabbit hole um I'm, and it depends on what like your your social circle looks like, how this person is connected to you. Is this a coworker? Is this a a friend, an acquaintance, someone close to you? Um, do you have a support network? Like, there's there's so many different questions about it. And truth be told, it took me about a month, a month to finally gather the courage to enforce my boundaries to the point of ending things with that partner that I just left. Yeah, I it 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 comes down to like it I I wish there was more to, you know, you can't overstate communication, like communicating, hey, uh the, what you're doing right now is making me feel uncomfortable. Hey, this is a boundary that I have. Hey, I would prefer if you didn't do this, you know. And if someone's not listening to you when you're establishing, hey, I'm not comfortable right now, you're not that that's not a friend. A friend wouldn't continuously do that. Yeah, absolutely. And if someone yeah, is and... like claiming to be like kink aware and, you know, in the scene and understands consent to a T, if they're pushing boundaries, they clearly do not understand consent and they don't understand like the very basic building blocks of the kink scene. Mm hmm. Yeah, because um, it, it is all about safe, sane, consensual, right? Consensual. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and with the with the person that I that I recently ended things with, I was like, I can't be hanging out with you as we are anymore. It's it doesn't feel good. Um, and I feel like I have enough support right now. I feel like I have enough of a, of a bit of an emotional safety net to actually finally end things. So it take did take me a while to gather up that courage and realize that like I had, I, my, my back was had by other people around me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If it's a matter of you are afraid of your safety when it comes to boundaries, uh, save and record everything you possibly can. That goes a long way at protecting you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very true. 
I also yeah, and sometimes it's just it's those little things that add up where you say, "Hey, I don't like that," or uh, "That wasn't very fun," or um, "Actually, I'd really rather you don't talk about those things in front of other people with me." Um, don't like that, and then you know they keep doing it, so you kind of have to be like, "I can't trust you." Goodbye. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it's it's figuring out where your limit is. That's kind of tricky. How do you feel about the um, sort of uh, publicly announcing, like if let's say that you have to end a friendship with someone over um, them not respecting your boundaries, how do you feel about like, should you make a post about it? Should you, you know, publicly declare it? Should you call someone out? Mm. I, That's also tricky. The precedent I work on is if someone, if I believe someone is an active threat to the community at large, then I'll say something. Thankfully, I've not had to do so, uh, at least not in recent memory. Like, I've definitely, like, like said things like, hey, this person is bad news. I don't want to see you get hurt. And I'll say things privately. But uh, if, if someone is, you know, involved with um, with, with someone and it comes out that that person is like an abuser and or like a chaser and is really like making rounds around the scene or everything, it might be in the scene's best interest to say like, hey, this person is bad news. Uh, I know that uh, pretty much every single dungeon around has a scene and has like the internal politics we're in. And there's always one or two village idiots in every dungeon that don't know what they're doing and wind up hurting people. And that is the sort of thing where it is helpful to spread awareness of like, Hey, watch out for this person. Uh, and then there's times where it's, you know, not appropriate and not justified. Uh, but that that's my take on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the active harm, the the this could absolutely affect other people. You do have to think about it. Um, so don't be hasty about being like, ah, I've just cut this person off. I'm gonna do post about it right away. Um, yeah, I and in my case, like th this person that I just ended things with was pretty terrible to me. But I'm probably going to keep it to myself because it was very specific to me and it wasn't actively harmful to anyone else. Mm -hmm. He wasn't making threats that would um, affect anyone else. So, so I'm not gonna, not gonna tell anyone um, more than they have to know. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's like, yeah, no, I'm not partying with him anymore. Sorry. No lifestyle conflicts. Sure. Um, but other than that, it's just kind of, chill yeah i kind of um I, I definitely like i'm sorry that y'all have had to go through you know situations like that um it's definitely sucks that uh people like get burned a lot or not not a lot but it it sucks when you do get burned and it sucks when you gotta break stuff off with people mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um <clears throat> yeah i <laughs> I, I just think that, like, um, you know, definitely the if you have to end a friendship with someone and that person is part of your social group and, you know, you've got 
co-friends. You've got um, friends that are mutual friends where it's like, you know, we all hang out together. We're part of the same social network. Um, uh, there is potentially value in talking with your friends in that, you know, whether that's your kink community, like your Discord server, your whatever, and sort of, you know, explaining your situation. Uh, it it's never fun. It's never fun to have to end a friendship. It's never fun to have to bring up, hey, I'm being hurt or, hey, I just don't feel comfortable right now. But, you know, you got to look out for number one. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And now that there are also other people who I've had to sort of very publicly kind of state to my friends like this person did this and that's why I won't be interacting with them. I'm sorry that this makes things awkward. Um, if you still interact with them, I totally support you interacting with them. Um, just know that this is the situation and it might be a little awkward to start. Things will shake out. Um, but in the end, yeah, you are looking out for number one. They're looking out for you. Indeed. I think we slam dunked that one. Do we feel comfortable with uh, yep. with our answers? All good to go on that one? Nice uh, little swish on that one. Swish. Yeah. I think that was a three-pointer, personally. Uh, <laughs> and with sports. That, You're so good at counting. Sports. Thank you. Sports uh, podcast. Sports podcast. And with that, I'm just updating the PowerPoint. We have cleared the backlog, which means that, hey, everyone, we need more questions before next week. Get on that. Yay. <laughs> and we like the silly ones. We like the serious ones. We Give us like everything. Them all. Give us everything. And this is a maybe not new to dick pics. Not asking for this. OK, yeah, definitely not that. Oh, uh, but this is not also, me personally. I, I mean, also, I, 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 I can, okay, okay, I can okay. do without. I can do without. Um. This is a perfect place to wrap it up. We just tipped over an hour and 30 minutes. How about we wrap things up? Yeah, sounds With a good nice to me. nice little bow? Yeah, absolutely. Snazzy, who are you and how can we give you money? Oh, um, don't, uh, I, I, I don't need money. I'm fine. Thank you. Um, but uh, I'm currently on Twitter, but question mark? Uh, <laughs> I'm also on co-host, uh, uh, co-host.org forward slash snazzy. If you find me on Twitter, it's twitter.com forward slash snazzy. This, um, uh, I, Twitter. So I don't even know what's going to happen with that. I've been trying to wean myself off of it. Cause it's like, it's insidious. Uh, it gets in you. Uh, well, I'm just more like, mm-hmm. you know, maybe I shouldn't be su- like supporting this website that is like going down the toilet. Like, um, but, uh, yeah, the uh, co-host is where I'm posting at now. Uh, I've got a Fur Affinity account. It's uh, the just snazzy on Fur Affinity. Um, follow me there. I post the art that I get commissions of, and when I do write stories, I post that there. Uh, yeah. Awesome. Fonny, your turn. Hello. Yes, I am also still currently on Twitter, and you can also find a couple of pieces of my merch and juice boxes merch on etsy at uh, etsy.com slash uh sorted crinkles and we are currently working on some some new stuff oh let's store. go hopefully coming out Ooh. yeah <laughs> hopefully coming out in the next few months question marks um so before next cap basically is what you're rushing for 
Oh yes, yeah. No, the cap is is the goal. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, and that's yeah, that's kind of it for me these days. Aside from uh, at oddswithgod.com, which I will eventually say properly at oddswithgod.com. Yeah, there you got go. it. Nailed it. All my links and Jazzy's links are all there. Jazzy, where can the people find you? Did you just do my bit? That that was good. I liked that. Maybe <laughs> that was good. I like that. I have been Jasmine Star. Oh, I love you, yo. <clears throat> I have been. It's it, we keep it wholesome here, yo. Uh, <laughs> I, I have been Jasmine Starshine. Uh, all my links and all Fonny's links are at the website that I will soon do the spiel on. Uh, the best way to support the show is our Patreon, which is patreon.com slash Jasmine Starshine, where you can join the wonderful list of ballers at the beginning of every single episode and keep the lights on here at the studio while I go back to college and everything. So thank you everyone for supporting the show. Uh, you can get in touch with me on Discord. I am uh uh jasmine starshine number zero 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 one there we go uh also dear jazzy podcast at gmail.com is where you can get in touch with me directly i'm kind of taking a break from twitter undecided what i'm going to do with that um but if you want to get in touch with us in any other way you can go to Dear Jazzers and at oddswithgod.com production, please visit us online at, at oddswithgod.com where you can visit my links, Fonny's links, our merch store, all the other links, our sponsors, and everything related to this show and everything else we do in the scene. I have been Jasmine Starshine. I've been Fonny ABDL. I've been Snazzy Dragon. You did it without prompting! Yay! Hey! And we will see you next time. Uh, Bye-bye. Goodbye. See ya. Uh, Goodbye. Farewell. Take your things with you. Auf Wiedersehen. Uh, Get off the plane. Peace out, Girl Scout. Watch your head. Uh, (laughs) Deuces. Welcome back to Dear Jazzy, episode 84. The H- No, no, I botched it. <laughs> First time in a while, I botched it. Wow. That's, that's got to stay in. Ah, that's a good one. That's going to be tonight's blooper.